0: You're listening to a Bible lesson taught in the youth group at Trinity Baptist Church. We hope this Bible lesson will help and encourage you as you seek to live for the Lord. Now, now that you're in 1 Corinthians 13, you can grab your handout and we'll do 1 Timothy 4.12 together. We're going to read 1 Timothy 4.12 together. All right. So it's written on your handout so you don't have to go too far. All right. 1 Timothy 4.12. Let no man despise thy youth. But be thou an example of the believers in word, in conversation, in charity, in spirit, in faith, in purity. All right, so this is what we've been talking about. We've been talking about being an example, being something that can be modeled after. First of all, we talked about our words. We talked about the things that we say. Our speech makes a difference. And I would say that in most of our lives, we need to go ahead and apply this biblical truth of the words that come out of our mouth. Everything that comes out of my mouth, whether I post it, whether I say it, whether I joke about it, all those things should let the words of my mouth and meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, thy, my strength and my redeemer. So we're going to want God to be glorified in all that we say. We talked about our conversation, our behavior, that we are to exemplify a believer. We're supposed to look like and act like and behave like we're believing. I asked you guys a question last week. I said, if your testimony, someone had to be saved based on your life they saw your life and they had to come to know Jesus Christ, would they know Jesus Christ by the way you live? If they, whether they looked at you on social networks, whether they watched you at school, whether they knew what, how you talked with your parents and you faced authority, would they come to the knowledge that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life in their life from your life? So we're talking about the behavior. Tonight we're going to talk about charity. Now charity is an interesting thing and we're going to talk about it in just a little bit because charity Usually when we hear the word charity, what is the word that we associate with it? Go ahead, throw it out here. Giving. Charity. Love. love. On the Bible standpoint, you're right. In a regular, In the world, yeah, you're right. And we're going to talk about that in a little bit. In the regular life, if you were to say charity in a secular standpoint, people believe, yeah, you're giving away money to people who may have needs. But as far as like a biblical charity, we usually associate that with love. But I'm going to tell you tonight, charity... There's a little different spin on charity than there is just regular love. They all come from the same word. But charity, most of the time, usually in the word of God, is focused on us towards each other. So there's nowhere in the Bible, to my knowledge, that charity is used with us and God. That I somehow perform charity to God or show God some kind of affection. That word charity is never used. It's only used when I'm used to doing, performing charity to us. So I want us to get that. So everything we're talking tonight is not about us and our relationship with God. It's us and our relationship with others. So when I talk about being an example of the believer, I'm talking about us exemplifying charity to each other. So as we look at it, let's go ahead and look at the definition. Charity. Now I can't with this definition because, man, when you have to come up with a definition for love, that's like, when you look in the dictionary and I'm like reading all the dictionary definitions of love, I'm like, this is like so wrong. Because the dictionary talks about how love is, we, love is uh, affection because of a, tra- um, of a trade or because of a talent or an ability. And I'm like, love has nothing to do with loving people because they have some kind of talent, trait, or ability. Now, that's what our world has taught us. The world has said, well, you love a young lady because she's good looking. You love a young man because he's handsome, because he's athletic. Because he's kind of like me. No, I'm just kidding. You love, you, love, uh, you love someone because, and there's a reason. But that is anti, anti what biblical love is all about. And when we look at charity, charity does not fall on or matter about who the other person is. So when we look at charity... I'm going to tell you that you're going to have to show this right here, a choice, a personal choice, a deliberate choice to show sacrificial compassion and kindness to others. Now, it does not matter who those others are because in our society, our culture today says, I'm not going to love someone if they don't love me. I'm not going to show compassion on someone that's not going to show compassion to me. If I walk past a homeless person, we're in New York, or whatever. We go for a mission trip, and I pulled out five dollars of what I would consider my hard-earned money, and I hand it to that homeless person. And he looks at me, clears his throat, and spits at me. Now I'm going to tell you, in my human flesh, I'd be like, "Man, you better give me that five and dollars," and, and I would probably pull the five dollars and say, "What?" But you know what? Charity is showing compassion, is showing kindness. The people who always don't deserve it. And you know what, charity is also, because sometimes we focus on people that don't deserve it, charity is showing compassion and kindness to people who deserve it. There are some people in this, I mean even in our youth group, and you guys can laugh or whatever we say, there are some people who are easy to show compassion and kindness to, and there's some people that takes a little bit to show compassion and kindness to, these kind of, to this person. But charity does not matter the person on the other end. So that's what I want us to get as we look through this. It does not matter the person on the other end. So the other person on the other end of my charity can be rude to me, they can like, pretty much hate my guts, they can be, say mean things about me, but my charity towards them, my compassion and my kindness toward them should not change. And this is what we need examples in because our world does not say that. It pretty much is if you're different than me, if you don't have the traits that I like, I owe you nothing. I don't care about being kind to you. I don't care about you at all. But charity is so much different than what we live in our society. So let's look at it. What does charity look like? We go to 1 Corinthians 13. I'm going to read verse 4. Now, the whole chapter is awesome. But I'm going to refer tonight. We're just going to look at the traits and the characteristics in verse number 4. It says, charity suffers long and is kind. Charity envieth not. Charity vaunteth not itself. It is not puffed up. Doth not behave itself unseemly, seeketh not her own, Is not easily provoked, thinketh no evil. Rejoices not in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth. Beareth all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things, endureth all things. Now, that's the text for which we're going to go to, all right? At verse number four through seven. But I want you to listen to this in verse number, verse number two. And though I have a gift of prophecy, understand all mysteries and all knowledge. And though I have all faith, so that I can remove mountains and have not charity, I am Nothing. So, let's set the stage for what charity looks like. We just read it, and you guys probably know the passage because it's a very familiar passage. We would call it, some people call it the love passage, but it's really the charity passage because the love passage is First John. But the charity passage here is saying, if Paul's saying here, if I had enough faith that I could actually move mountains. Now, we read about mountain-moving faith when Jesus talks about it. If you have just the faith of a mustard seed, you can move a mountain. Now, that is an awesome thought to think that in reality, if I could have that much faith that I could move a mountain. And Paul's saying, okay, I'm going to propose this to you. If I had enough faith that I could move mountains, I could say, watch this. And with faith, ask God to move a mountain and to watch two mountains move apart. And like the earth to shake and the mountains move apart. That would be awesome. But Paul said this, if I have not charity, it's nothing. If I cannot show, with a, making a choice in my heart to show kindness and compassion to someone else, does not matter if I could have enough faith that I can move a mountain. And he goes on, verse number three. He says, This and though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned and have not charity, it profiteth me nothing. So Paul goes on and goes a little farther. He says, because this is in our minds, this is what charity in our society is. I give to charity. Charity is me giving to the needy. Oh, oh, those underprivileged. I'll give them a little of my money. They, oh, I'll give them a little of my money. They have some kind of hardship. But Paul says this if I gave everything I had to the poor, I give everything. He goes on and even says, Father, to his life, if I gave everything I had to the poor and then gave my body itself to be burned. He said, you know what, if I give everything I had, and I had nothing left, I even give up my own body itself, and I don't have charity, I do not make a choice to show compassion and kindness to others around me. It's nothing. So when we look at charity, this is not a little small thing in the eyes of God or the Apostle Paul in his writing. This is a serious thing. So when I look at other people, and I go through my life upset with people and desiring that I hate this person, I can't forgive this person, Charity is a whole different ballgame. Paul says this is important because I can have enough faith, I can have a personal walk with God that I can move a mountain. That I can say, hey, guys, watch this. Mountains move apart. I could say, hey, pull out my wallet and give everything I have. Hey, I'm clearing my whole bank account out for you because you have a need. And if I can do all that, but I miss this area of charity, it's nothing. All right? So this is how important this is. All right, so let's fill in some blanks. What does charity look like? Number one, charity suffers long and is kind. So what is a Christian love towards others, charity, me showing compassion and kindness to other people look like? This is what it looks like. It looks like this, suffering long and its kind. Charity endures difficulties with kindness. Once again, counter to everything we believe in our culture. Hey, I'm going to endure... But I'm gonna let you know how well I'm doing. Go go ahead and stand in the line at the Wendy's here on Pearson. It takes like four million years to get a hamburger, and that's even with evolutionary standards. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it takes a long time to get a hamburger. And you're standing in line. You you see how many people like endure waiting for their meal. Like they stand there, they watch people. They watch the people a little bit more, and then they kind of. I ordered just a little while ago. Well, not a little while ago anymore, but I, I did order. And you watch as they bring their food. Now, there are lots of good people who will go up to that, and they will suffer long. They will long suffer. Well, I understand you're busy, but I'm in a hurry. But you know what charity does to others around? Charity suffers long with kindness. Hey. Hey. I know that I've been standing here 30 minutes for a, a fast food hamburger that tastes like rubber, but I appreciate what you're doing in a genuine way. Almost like you can picture in your mind Mrs. Lonnie. They, they hand her a meal, and Mrs. Lonnie, I love you guys. I appreciate what you guys do behind the counter. I mean, you guys are great. And this is what charity really looks like. It is not, see our culture says, hey, yeah, I'll suffer, but I'm gonna let you know what I went through. <laughs> well. Mom, Dad, I did what you said, but I I just want you to know how much this cost me. It took my time. My brothers and sisters went, listen, this happened, blah, blah, blah. And we go on and on and on about how, hey, I'm suffering, but I just want to let everybody know I'm long-suffering, but I want to tell you exactly how much it cost. But the Bible says, charity, when I make a choice to show compassion and kindness to other people, I do it with kindness. Man. Man. You did me wrong. If I'm going to be the example of the believer, I'm going to show you kindness still. Look at Jesus Christ. And once again, I know charity is not our relationship here. Our charity is our relationship here. But you look at Jesus Christ as our example. Men that slapped him and spit in his face, he desired to save them just as much as he desires to save anyone in this room. That's Love. That's long-suffering with kindness. Because some, if someone was opening a, a trained professional soldier with open their hand and slapping me across the face and to say, you know what, I want to see him in heaven just as much as I want to see any kid, in, I mean, any teenager in the Trinity Baptist Church youth ministry. I, I want them to be saved just as much. That is the kindness. That is the love. That is charity and action. So what does it look like? It suffers long and it's kind. Hey, when it suffers, it does well and it keeps going on going with kindness. Number two, real charity, this Christ like love that we show to others, it envieth not. Envy is simply a feeling of discontent, a feeling of discontent or covetousness with regards to another's advantages, success, possessions, etc. True love to those around me, true charity, doesn't envy. True charity doesn't see someone that has something that I want and say, man, I can't believe that they would get that. And I would. not I, I can't believe that God would put me in the family that I am in and they look like they're having so much. Around. I can't believe that. And see, when I love with charity, those around me, it doesn't envy. And does look and say, well, if I was only as athletic as, or if I was only as good looking as, or I was only, no, it sees those people, that other things that other people had and says, man, I'm so glad that God blessed me with this ability. I mean, blessed you with that ability. Kelsey jumped up there and played the piano for us. I, we were, me and Kelsey were talking about this. I took two years of piano. You know what? I cannot play the good old Uh, Mary Had a Little Lamb. I can't even do that anymore. And when I look at the piano, the fine middle C for me, I'm just gonna keep guessing until Pastor Tobin says yes. (laughs) Because I have no. But you know what? In our society, we even talk about how, we even joke. Oh, you can do such and such? Oh, I hate you. You can do, I hate you. But the word of God says, true charity says, Man, I can't play the piano. But I praise the Lord that God gives somebody the abilities to jump up there and play the piano for it. True charity, true love, when I have the desire that I make a conscious choice, it doesn't matter what the other person does, it doesn't matter their situation, it matters right here, my choice is that, you know what, I am not going to envy anything they have, I'm going to be glad for them that they have it. Someone pulls up beside my parking spot with a brand new, that, that 2014 Corvette that I really like, that I would never be able to afford in my life. And I get out, and I, and I think, it's a youth pastor from down the road. Let's say it's Chris Luterman, just for the fun. Chris, <laughs> Chris Luterman comes to visit me, and he, he pulls him beside me in his brand new Corvette. Hey, hey, look what I just bought. You know what, in my flesh, and culture says, I walk away like, how in the world can Chris afford that? I'm a youth pastor, too. I know he doesn't make that money. He must be selling drugs. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, Chris, but, but I would be like, you know what? In, in our culture, I would say, well, how in the world can Chris have that when we work the same job and how is he driving a Corvette and I'm driving this car with car seats in the back? What, what in the world is going on here? But when, I, but when I have true charity, I look at it and say, with genuineness, not even sarcastic, because even when it comes out of our mouth, it sounds sarcastic, like... I'm so glad you have that. And when we even think in our mind, it's like, yeah, I can see how that comes out <laughs> sarcastically. But no, in a genuine way, I am so glad God has blessed you in that way. So true charity, it suffers long. It means with kindness. Yeah, I had to wait. Yeah, it cost me some problems. Yeah, it wasn't convenient. But I'm going to do it with kindness. But it also doesn't, us not. It doesn't see what other people have, their possessions, their abilities, their appearance. Number three, it vaunteth not itself, is not puffed up. It vaunteth not itself. Now, the word vaunteth there just simply means boasts not itself. So right in your blank there, it's outward. Vaunteth is is outward display of pride. Not puffed up is an inward heart of pride. So vaunteth not itself is outward. Inner, inside, it's not puffed up. Inward, the heart of pride. So this is the third thing that pride had. I mean, that charity has. Charity, number one, when I love others, shows no sign of outward pride. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I am better than you at that, really, when it comes down. To, I mean, not bragging. I'm just, just telling you fat. <laughs> I'm way better. <laughs> I, I'm, I mean... Can you believe what, what she was wearing? I mean, like, I, I would never, I would never. Did you see how he did that when he was out in the field? How in the world? I mean, if it was me out there, I mean, when I look at love for others, my pride never, when I have true charity, never comes out to belittle others. In fact, I Bring my pride down and lift others up. It not itself. True charity does not walk around and say, well, look at Aaron Burden. And all Aaron Burden has accomplished. And let me talk a little bit more about Aaron Burden. Blah, blah, blah about Aaron Burden. Hey, are you guys excited about Aaron Burden? That's not what true love for others is. True charity. True charity is lifting others up. And see, this is once again... The exact opposite of what our culture teaches us. Because our culture teaches us, man, lift yourself up. Hey, you've got to market yourself. You've got to make sure that you're the best looking. You have to make sure this, because you need to be the best. But that's not what true charity and love for everybody else is. It's the direct opposite. It is me lowering myself. Look at Philippians 2, once again, about Jesus Christ. Who thought it not robbery to be equal with God but made himself of no reputation and took upon himself the form of the servant. Not only is it not outward, but it's not inward either. Because sometimes for a lot of us that may be not outward pride, there's a lot of inward pride. It would never come out of my mouth, but really, my mind is turning and, wow, I could have done that so much better than what they did. Like, I'm looking at what they're doing, and I'm like, why in the world did they just not ask me? See, he says it's not puffed up on the inside. When they get a compliment, it's not, well, you know what? I am pretty awesome when it comes down to it. I mean, I appreciate what you're saying, and I know I'm pretty awesome. It's, no, I pray the Lord that I even have the ability, that the Lord even granted me a little bit to be able to do that. Because, see, when I look at others, when it comes to my relationship with others, no one, no one really likes to be around someone who's proud and arrogant. Like, pretty much the most repulsive thing is pulsive, I mean, arrogant people. let <laughs> well, about sound like Porky Pig there. <laughs> it's a compulsive thing, is one, of the, is one of the things is pride, is people don't want to be around that. But instead, if I show true charity, I'm lifting other people up. And we all know that we love to be around people not, not lift up some pride, but that encourages. We would rather sit down with someone and say, hey, good job today out in the West called." Hey, I appreciate what you did. Because that, I mean, nothing shows true love. I remember times where I would go play basketball, and my dad did not care for basketball. My dad doesn't care really for much for He ran track, and that was about the only sport he had. But I remember when he would come to my basketball games, and not even, he didn't even know. My dad wouldn't know the thing from, like, a, a foul from a whatever, in basketball, like pretty much he just came to watch the game. But I remember sometimes my dad would say, after the game, he's like, man, that was a good shot when you shot it from far away. That that was a good shot. And, you know, my dad didn't know much about basketball at all. But when he said that, I was like, yeah, thanks, Dad. Yeah. Because why? We love to be encouraged. Now, there's a difference because, see, charity doesn't puff up. It doesn't vaunt itself. It doesn't boast about itself, but it sure does edify. It encourages. Hey, this is how I would be. And as believers at your school, you should exemplify this. Hey, you should be an encourager. Not bring yourself up, but bring other people up. And This is what true charity is. So we go on. Number four, does not behave itself unseemly. <clears throat> does not behave itself unseemly. It means it does not have bad behavior. He gives us three reasons, three ways in which it does not behave itself unseemly. He says this, it seeketh not her own. So it's not selfish. So how does it not behave itself unseemly? Seeketh not her own. It's not selfish. This is exactly, once again, a culture. We're built around a culture of selfishness this is mine now I'm not trying to at all dog a capitalistic society that we live in I understand there's good things about capitalism I understand there's great things about where we do things as Americans but we do have this thing of this is mine this is my hard-earned money and the government's not getting it poor people on welfare aren't getting it and I'm gonna post up a Facebook meme about somebody else that's not getting it like we, we have this thing in our minds that hey everything is mine but the Bible says, true charity, seek is not her own. It's not about me. It's not about what's mine. I'm not selfish. Now, I'm not saying you just give your waste things away and let people destroy stuff and just throw away money in the trash can because you're not going to be about yourself. But I'm saying... We have this attitude sometimes that everything is ours. We laugh at little children when we see this, when Shia and the they are on the floor pulling back a toy that it's like, you know what, that's a, a dumb little toy. You know, really? Like, y'all are going to fight over a fake hammer when there's, like, toys all around this room. Like, really, you're just going to stand there and beat each other up over it. But in life, this is what we do. Like, we go to school and... Hey, this this is mine, or this is this is the way I want it handled, and this is the way Aaron Burton wants things done, and so then all of a sudden it's all about me. But the Bible says true charity, looking at others, in my relationship with other people doesn't behave itself unseemly. It doesn't have bad behavior. Why? Because it's not selfish. Number two, not easily provoked, which is ain't not angered easily. It's not angered easily. You don't have to answer this out loud. Please don't. But how short is your fuse that takes you to blow up? See, true charity, remember, suffers long with kindness. But a lot of us, we suffer short with no kindness. Like we have a short fuse. Hey, it does not behave itself. True charity doesn't fly off the handle. Once again, we don't like being around pride, but none of us like being around a person that we know we're not sure what it is like, gonna be like today. You guys probably have a friend or something like that that you walk up and you're like, I don't know how they're gonna respond this morning, but we'll see after we say hello. And it's like they respond and they had a bad day and boom, blow up. Okay, my bad, shouldn't have said hello to them today. And we walk the other way. But you know what? True love for others, charity, it's not angered easily. Hey, not my iPad off the thing. Now what if you guys saw when my iPad fell me going to a rage, throwing chairs, what, can you believe that, you'd say, well, Pastor Burden, it's it's not really that serious, like, what's your problem, like, you're supposed to be, but see, the same thing happens with all of us in lots of different ways, like, our parents say something, we fly off the handle, I can't believe, you don't know what, and whatever excuses we else we need, and you know what happens? We're not angry, but that's not charity, because charity does not anger easily. It's not selfish. You know what? It doesn't just fly off the handle and rage because something didn't go my way, or or something happened that I didn't want to happen. That's not what true charity is all about, when I show that kindness and compassion to other people. Because really, when you fly off the handle and rage, no one's thinking, wow, they're such loving people. (laughs) They're such a loving individual. Give me the warm and fuzzies every time I'm around them. No one thinks that. So lastly, number, on the number four there, he thinks it's no evil. Think of no evil. And this is a big one, and I have to work on this myself. He doesn't presume negative things about people. It does not always jump to the negative. I listened to it. I had a, read an article the other day. I was telling my wife about it, about this guy who said he was out running. He was a pastor, and he said he was out running. And he hates seeing mothers carry their cell phones when their children are in a a stroller or something facing them and they're like walking on the stroller with the stroller and they're using their cell phone the whole time. And he said, as he was running towards them, he said he was jogging. As he jogs up to them, he said he was right about to say something to this mother because he was like, he was going to say something offhand to her. He's like, well, why don't you like, pay attention to your child or something? Like, why don't Because he was going to say, because why in the world are you just leaving her playing with your cell phones all the time? Just young people. And as he's going, he said he walked up and as he got closer to her, he saw that was on her phone was her GPS, and he saw that she looked down at her phone and she looked up at a street sign and she smiled and put the phone away and went back and started playing with the, like, talking with the little kid in the stroller and run away. Now he said he was just about to go up and make a fool of himself because he was about to tell this young mom, why don't you get off the phone and pay attention to your little child, when this mom was just trying to figure out where she was going so her and her child could get there. And you know what, this is the kind of culture we do live in once again, we always want to jump to someone doing in the negative. Now, there are a lot of people doing the negative. Let's just be honest. There's a lot of th- people doing wrong things. And if someone proves something wrong to you and they're doing wrong, I'm not saying that you allow wrong to happen. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying we're not always jumping to that in- conclusion. Somebody looks at me. You walk into a room and somebody looks and laughs. Well, they're talking bad about me. Like I just walked into the room and they're talking bad about me. And they're talking about something totally different. They haven't, they, now, your name has not even crossed their mind. But you're got to convince, they don't even like me. Man, I can't believe they're talking about me. I can't believe they're talking about me over there. Man, we were talking about the donut we ate yesterday. What are you talking about, man? We we, we haven't even thought about you. But why? Because true charity doesn't always jump to the negative. It doesn't always jump to say, well, everybody's against me. No, it's saying until they prove that they are against me, I'm still going to show long-suffering with kindness, but I'm not going to jump there first because I'm going to show true charity. So we've got to hurry. Number five, rejoices not iniquity, but rejoices in the truth. Charity does not rejoice in the vices, but the virtues of others. Virtues of others is your blank. Rejoices not iniquity, but rejoices in the truth. Now, here's the key. True charity does not, When it, my love for others, my compassion and kindness for others does not. Love to hear negative things about people. This is true charity because really in our flesh, we do love that. Oh, did you hear about so-and-so? What? For real? I'm going to walk over to the next person. Hey, did you hear about so-and-so? Yeah. And we love it. But true charity, says, it says, Rejoice is not iniquity, but rejoices in truth. It's not looking at the bad things people do. True charity, and love shown out in my life is not looking for people to fail. It's not like joyous when people make mistakes. Oh, they had it coming, and I couldn't wait to see it. I wish I could have been there to see it. That's not what true charity shows. True charity rejoices in the truth. Hey, they did well. Good job. Man, that's awesome. I'm glad to hear. Oh, they did well. I'm sorry. If we're going to talk bad about them, I don't really want to be here to talk bad about them. But you know what? They would probably need somebody to help them. How many people at your school are struggling in some area? Maybe it's sin. Maybe it's just they're having a hard time in the school area or something. And people are quick to jump on them and love to hear how bad they are doing. Did you hear what so-and-so got on the test? They're so dumb. We, we You love it. But instead, someone, Bible says, true charity comes alongside and rejoices in the truth and says, hey, I heard such and such happen. Can I help you? Is there something I can do to help you? Hey, guys, why don't you leave them alone? We need to help. And this is what true charity shows out. And once again, it's not shown in our culture. It's totally different. This is why we need people to be examples of the believer. Lastly, number five, he finishes up with four things there. He says, they beareth all things, believeth all things, hope with all things, endureth all things. Barrett simply means this. He covers all things with silence. Cover with silence. And this is not. So before we go through, when it says charity, true charity covers with silence, it does not mean that if someone is doing something wrong, you don't tell anybody because I love them truly. Someone tells so is about to rob the bank. But because I love them and true love covers things with silence, I'm not going to say anything. That's not what he's saying. True love is not... Publicly declaring the struggles people are having privately, if you understand what I'm saying. If one of you guys were to come to me and say, Pastor Burton, it's not illegal and you're not doing anything crazy, immoral, anything, but you just said, you know what, I struggle in such and such. And for me to go to someone else and say, Zach, do you know what I heard about Robbie? Robbie struggles with, and tell Robbie, and Robbie, I mean, and Zach goes to tell somebody else, and now I have just, when Robbie came, for help, to try and get things right in his life, and he says, you know what, I struggle with, and I, he tells me that, and he says, Pastor Berg, can you help me, and I go and take tr- hey, that No, true love conceals those things. Hey, no, I love you. I'm not going to go around and talk about it. You guys have friends that you can go to and talk to and say, you know what, I'm struggling, or if you don't, you should. You should have a friend that you can say, I'm struggling with, and that they will give you truth, not just what you want to hear. I'm struggling with such and such, with so and so. Well, they're wrong. No someone tells you the truth and says, "You know what? you probably need to fix that area, but if you have when you do that, this the charity bearing all things simply means we're putting a lid on it. We're not just trying to throw out everybody's business, throw out everything going. That's what true charity does. Go on, believeth, he believeth on. He has faith. he's always looking true charity is always having faith and confidence in others and then hope with all things, he does not despair. True charity does not look at situations, does not look at people, and believe that they are huh, they're a lost cause. There's no hope for so and so. Did you see what they're doing? Did you see their Facebook? Did you see? There's no hope for that person. That's not what true charity does. True charity always does not despair. It looks for the good things, and then lastly, endureth. True charity endureth. It perseveres. It perseveres. True charity looks like a mom that watches as her son or daughter goes off and does crazy things with their life. Like, uh, you know what? But still has that mom's love. Everybody else is like, I heard about your daughter. I heard about your son there. But this mom is just praying. She's not despairing. She's enduring. And one day when that daughter or that son comes home, or even if they don't, you hear them. I've heard moms like this before and say, you know what? I'm praying for them. They're not a lost cause. I'm enduring, persevering. I want, because that's what true charity does. It doesn't just say, well, so-and-so, they left the youth group and they're, I don't know what they're doing with their life. It says, no, we're going to endure this love, this charity, this desire to show kindness and compassion to others around me is going to keep going no matter what the person on the other end has. Yeah, they're wearing me thin. Yeah, they've used me. Yes, they probably abused me, and not in a weird, crazy way, but they've taken advantage of me. But you know what? I still desire to see them succeed. That's true charity. And You know what? First Timothy four twelve. Let no man despise the youth. Let no one look down on you because you're young, because of your words, because of the things you say, because of your conversation, and then because your charity. Be an example. Hey, why don't you guys be the encouragers? Why don't we be the people that set the standard for what charity really is in the lives of other people, and that way we're doing exactly what 1 Timothy 4.12 is telling us. All right, so that's charity, an example of the believer. On the back of your handout, you have the um, thing. And I want, I would love for you to do this. I know that you can quote the verse, I know you can read the verse, but I would really like you this week sometime to stop and write out 1 Corinthians 4-7, through And put your name in everywhere charity is. So when it says charity, Aaron suffereth long of his kind. Aaron vaunteth not itself. Put your name there. Don't write Aaron. But put your name there and find out. And if there's things in your life that you say, when you read that sentence, it makes you chuckle. (laughs) Aaron is not puffed up. No, you don't laugh. This is about me. But Aaron is not puffed up. And I think, oh, wow, (laughs) that's that's far-fetched. You know what? That's where I need to work. Aaron does not behave himself unseemly. Aaron seeketh not his own. Go ahead and fill your name in everywhere that it can fit and see where you line up. And I want you to write it out. I want you to actually write it out sometime this week. Maybe I don't care if you watch it, write it out while you're watching a baseball game, watching a football game. I don't care. But write it out sometime so that you can see. And then when those areas that you hit, say, you know what? I want to try and fix those things in my life because I want to be an example of the believer in charity. Let's pray. Lord, we love you so much. We thank you for the young people, Lord, who are faithful. Lord, we've had a good time here tonight. Lord, I thank you for them. Help me, Lord, and help these guys as we look at charity and trying to do the things in our lives that we need (coughs) Lord, that we can be a help and encouragement to others. Lord, I pray that this would be a strong point in our youth group, God, that we would be gladly making the choice to show compassion and kindness to others. Lord, we so badly need your help because this is counter culture, counter everything in our flesh that we desire to do. Lord, we can do it with your help. So strengthen us, and we'll thank you for all that you do. In Jesus' name, amen.